0: I went from being a young single mother and domestic violence survivor to being an award-winning professional in less than three years. I have proved that anyone is capable to turn their life around if they empower and embrace vulnerability and use adversity as a strength and see it as triumph. Welcome to Empower with Ash. Hello and welcome to Empower with Ash. In today's session, I want to share with you seven tips on how I escaped my domestic violent relationship. So what did I have to do to get my mind right and to escape from that relationship? Because it was a hellhole. I can tell you that right now. So the first one I want to talk to, the first point I have written down in front of me is clarity. You need to get clarity in your mind with what is going on. So what I used to do was journal. I used to journal and capture the events and the things that were said to me and his behaviors towards me. But I had to do that at work. I couldn't journal at home or on my phone or on my laptop because he was tapped into the electronic devices. I could see everything I was doing. And I also couldn't, you know, write or journal at home because he would go through the journals as well. So the only safe place I had was work. So I used to capture that and then a few days later I used to review it and study that situation, the things he said to me and the behaviours. And that made me gain a lot of clarity because I would go, hmm, I didn't say that, I didn't do that. So... He's playing with my mind somehow to make me think that I did that. So I started seeing everything so clearly. And once you get in that clear picture in your mind, you can start making better decisions and really assess and understand how they are treating you, things that they say to get into your mind, and his patterns of behaviours as well. So that I could read him... Better than he could read me, and he didn't even know it. Number two is don't change your behavior. I had to make sure that I stayed doing what I was doing. I didn't change, you know, my routines or my behaviors and things that I said, body language, or anything like that. I needed to make sure that he couldn't pick up that i was gaining clarity or that i was trying to escape the relationship because if he got one sip of that i could have been in a lot of trouble with that or three steps behind because he caught on to what i was doing so number two don't change your behaviors and this is just my personal opinion on what i did to get out this may not be right for you I want to make that clear as well. I should have said that at the start. I'm not an expert at this stuff. I'm just sharing with you what I did to get my mind right to get out of this relationship. Number three is you have to remember why you're breaking up with them and why you're trying to escape because they're very good, especially narcissists if you're dating one. Like I was, they're very good at manipulating you and negotiating and begging and the guilt trips and all of that stuff. So I had to document in my journal at work as well why I was breaking up with this person. So if they try to hijack my mind or used to try play on my little heartstrings and say, oh, I will you know, commit suicide if you leave me and all this sort of stuff. I needed to remember, no, I need to get out because this is the best thing for myself and for my son because we don't deserve this. Number four is you need to save money and start building a plan to escape. But with that, you need to be prepared to change your life. And that's what I did. I started saving lots of money on the side so I knew that I could escape. I stopped spending money as much on, like, makeup and clothes and stuff, not too extreme where he would notice that I wasn't doing anything at all, didn't change my behaviours, but I just reduced it or got cheaper items so he couldn't see the difference or notice the difference. So saving and then my plan. I needed to get out of Darwin and I knew that. So the stars aligned for me to move into state and I was willing to do that and I was going to be willing to change my car know change the place that I was living in my job everything so lucky I didn't have to change my job because I love my job but I was willing to do anything if that meant escaping and I think it would be a little naive if I thought I didn't need to change anything so if I thought that I could stay in Darwin I'd be kidding myself right now because he would literally rock up to my house or he would just be there always be at the places that i normally went and i could not live with that i did not want to bump into this person ever again so i knew i had to leave darwin altogether so be willing to change every aspect of your life if that means that you're getting out and you're safe and you have an opportunity for a fresh start number five is a big one, I guess, this was a really good one for me to learn, was let them think it was their idea. I honestly did not care what rumors he spread about me and if he jumped on his high horse and was like, I broke up with her, was yeah, cheating on her, I'm the man, all that sort of stuff. Bravo to you. Bugger off. Get out of my life. I don't care what you say about me. I just want to get away from you. Oh, that's all I wanted. And I was like, you could have taken all my money and everything and I would be like, Yeah, fine, go. Because that was more important to me is my you know mental well being and for me and my son to be safe than to deal with him and his freaking ego and anything else. So and when they do when you do break up, let him think it was his idea. What are you gonna lose? Nothing. You're losing him or her. Good on you. Get out of my line. Number six was play the game and know the game. And what I mean by that is I knew once we broke up, he was going to beg and plead and pull out every trick of the trade and I was ready for it. So I couldn't, look. as I said at the start, with the journey and the clarity, I knew how he was going to react and behave before he even did it. So, when we broke up, he did all that. He tried to do all the begging and pleading and everything like that, and I was like, nope. I knew he would try to replace me really quickly. That's great. I was expecting that, and I was hoping for that because that meant that the target of his possession or, possession or obsession was moved onto someone else and it wasn't on me, and that's all I cared about. I cannot be your shiny object anymore. Please go find the new shiny object. Let them be the centre of your world and your universe because I don't want to be part of it. So that is something that I knew I'd face. I found out after we broke up that he was actually cheating on me the whole time that we were together. Didn't even know that, how stupid of me, but it made sense. And it made my breakup a lot easier because he had all these other girls and he could leave me alone. So I was actually grateful because if he hadn't, That would have been a different story. And I knew that he would also fall apart as well. He would go through this stage where he would fall apart and he would be self-destructive as he always was. I would hear all the stories about it and I just had to block it out, go back to my other point, number three, remember why you broke up and just turn it off and go, hey, I don't care. I don't care what he's doing. That's not my problem. I'm moving forward. He's going to fall apart. That's fine. So that was a good one, bro. (laughs) Number seven. So this is the last one. Once I broke up, I knew that I had to break all connections with him. Social media, friends, family, everything. As much as his friends and family were lovely people, I knew I couldn't have anything to do with him. So I broke all those connections. I blocked him on every single bit of social media as well as my phone. I could have no contact with him whatsoever, done. And then if his friends would reach out to me, I'd say, I don't honestly care. Like I don't want to know about him because I have a fresh start and he's not part of it. So go tell his other girlfriends about the stories because I don't want to be involved with it. So if you are currently in a relationship like this, I would strongly suggest that you reach out to someone to talk to. get help and get support. I'm hoping some of these will give you a little bit more insight on my relationship and how I actually escaped and how I got my mind right. But like I said, I'm not a professional. I'm just sharing what works for me. And a little bit of a bonus that I forgot to add on at this start was Many people ask me why I didn't break up with him in Darwin and I had to wait until we were in Brisbane for us to finally make that escape. And the reason is, when it comes back to number six, know the game, play the game, I knew that he could not last in Brisbane. And the best way for me... To break that bond was for him to think, as I said, number five, that it was his idea that we broke up and he made the decision to move back to Darwin and cheat on me and move on and all that sort of stuff. I knew that's how he was going to behave. So I let it happen and I played the waiting game because it was safer for me than making an abrupt and rapid breakup because that would have caused more impact to me from him I reckon, then the slow burn of death as well. But thank you so much for listening and I hope that it's empowered you to make a difference in your life.